Hi, I'm Guy. Hey, and I'm Jose. And welcome back for another edition of This Beats It All, Discussions on the Craft of Screenwriting, a podcast presented by Save the Cat. Jose, how you been? I'm doing very well, Guy. How about you? Not too bad. Keeping busy. Always something going on, you know. <laughs> Always good, as long as you remember, to keep that writing part, a part of that, what's keeping you busy. Yeah, that's one of the things I try to keep busy with. And of course, as you well know well as anyone else, family also keeps you busy. Always stuff going on in the family. Yeah, most definitely. But you know, just before we jump into what we're going to be talking about now in this part, is we're still in the new year. You know, one thing that I'm trying to do more often now, just to keep me busy, speaking of being busy, is just you know, taking more, more time to read more scripts. Yes. Out there and definitely even watch more movies. Kind of found, you know, myself kind of slacking off on those two things towards the end of last year. And I think it is definitely a great way to just kind of keep you going with the writing part. Watch watch movies and definitely read read a lot of scripts. Keep reading. Find those good scripts out there. Now that it is award season, a lot of the scripts are out there online, you know. So go look for them and read them. Good inspiration. I think you hit it right uh, to read some scripts and get your fire back up. So now we know why those award seasons are always early in the year. <laughs> to give us inspiration. We can do yeah. this. <laughs> Well, hey, also, speaking of family and everything, uh, you had recommended a movie to me right towards the end of last year. Uh, this is where I leave you. Got around to get a chance to watch that and really enjoyed it. And I agree with you. It falls under that institutionalized genre we don't really talk about much. It is one of those movies in you know, last year that I truly enjoyed. You know, surprisingly, a lot more than I thought it would be. I would rather uh, enjoy it. But it, it was because I think it, it really, you know, kind of just to break it down. I think for me, one thing I did like about it, because it really fit into that institutionalized genre. You know, as, as we were talking about, it doesn't seem like there's always a lot of movies out there that are, fall under this, this particular genre. It's one that I don't always see or don't always get a chance to watch, but you're reminding me too that there are a lot of different types that seem to fall under institutionalized. But they've got to have those three key elements that Blake talks about in his book for uh, to, to fall under that that particular genre. So let's kind of hit those real quick and, and see where the this is where I leave you falls with them. Um, the first one is yeah, and the first one is you gotta have a group. As in any institutionalized genre, the group can be either you know a family or a business, you know a corporation or even you know, a community. But it is a, a what's this group that, that sort of symbolizes the institution, an ongoing you know whether it's a problem or a way of living that our hero will have to go against. Because the next uh, point of what makes a, the next requirement rather of uh, what makes an institutionalized movie is that the hero has to make a choice. And that's kind of what the hero does in, a, in an institutionalized. He kind of is like the outsider. And so he has to make a choice of what to do in terms of his position in the institution. You know, which leads us now directly, you know, because you have a choice, it leads us directly now to the third requirement of the institutionalized, which is, you know, the hero must either, among the choices he must make is, he must make a sacrifice. And that sacrifice is either he decides to join the institution or the group, or he decides to burn it down, or if he if it's not one of those, he will sort of commit, quote-unquote, un- suicide. Right. That's kind of the requirements of uh, what makes an institutionalized uh, movie. So one is you have a group, two, your hero must make a choice, and three, the hero must make a sacrifice. And I kind of felt like, you know, when you kind of think of it just in terms of those three requirements you would always think like you know an institutionalized movie always has to be something like godfather you know or something like a whistleblower movie right where it's, it's a very heavy dramatic kind of uh, setting and it's almost like life and death immediately so this is i guess one reason why i like you know this is where i leave you because it is an institutionalized movie you know this it had that great you know um combination of drama but not too heavy drama and in you know, comedy it is it, it had that lightness to it 
that I felt like you know that made it even more enjoyable. But it also showed us that an institutionalized movie can have you know sort of more be more of under that comedy genre. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun to watch, and that group that we can all relate to the most is family. It seems like, and this family had just a little bit of everything. It seemed like going. Yeah, definitely. You know, talk about you know being dysfunction within dysfunction. You know, because that main family that we're talking about is the Altman family, for which you know Judd, who was played by Jason Bateman, Wendy, played by Tina Fey, and you know, and all their other brothers and sisters, and under you know their mom Hillary, who's played by Jane Fonda. The story kind of sets up when Dad passes away. And now the brothers and sister are forced to come back home and be with mom to perform Shiva, you mm-hmm. know, even though they're not of the Jewish faith. And it, it, it's a way it just forces them to stay together. And that right away sets up, you know, the institutions of this story. You know, it, it's that family. It's kind of an institution they're trapped in, too. They can't really just leave it if they want. They're, I mean, they're, the rules are you stay here. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And that's a great point because it's part of, you know, what makes the institution even kind of more daunting or more challenging is that you're kind of forced to stay with the institution. You know, you're part of it. And clearly, you know, Jason Bateman being our main protagonist here, he comes home and now he's forced to stay with his family. And we see that this family is clearly far from perfect. We know right away that even Jason Bateman in his own immediate family, he catches his wife, you know, having an affair with his boss. So in his own family, you know, things are going crazy. And then he comes home for dad's funeral and catches up with brothers and sister and mom. And everything in their own individualized family is, is kind of going crazy as well. So, so that's kind of the institution now that makes this uh, movie institutionalized. But then Justin Bateman's character has to make his choice as the movie progresses, doesn't he? Yeah, and definitely. It, it just, and I think they did a nice way of showing it. His kind of refusal to make that what whatever this choice he needs to do is that one is he comes to the family and they keep asking him where's Quinn, Quinn being his wife. He hasn't told anybody except actually his sister, Tina Fey, right. that she, you know, that they're having a divorce or separated and on the verge of divorce. And so that kind of shows that it's a way, it's kind of a tangible way of him showing that he has not yet, you know, made the choice of kind of wanting to be with his family or bringing this family back into his life by not telling them what's going on you know with, with him what's what's going on with him so he, he so he's literally keeping them you know at, at arm's length yeah he doesn't want them to know and he doesn't want them to give any input to try to help him even he's just leave me alone I'll do my thing and that's that's his choice for a lot of the movie until towards the end it starts to, to change over they find out and he lets them lets them back in a little bit yeah and it's it's a great scene where he finally has this big blow up and in front of everybody and all the guests, you know, they're helping them participate Shiva. And he just tells them outright that he caught his wife sleeping with his boss. It, it, it builds up to that. Yeah. But it's also, you know, for him when he finally says that, you know, it's, it, it leads us directly now into that third requirement that makes us institutionalized. You know, which is what's the sacrifice now that he makes? You know, and, and like we said, you know, it's either you join, you burn it, or you commit suicide. And I think this is a great example of a, of a hero making the choice of joining the institutionalized without it being a bad thing because now he by accepting now you know then telling them finally the truth he was just kind of forced out of him he realized that you know he really needed them in his life even though it was just for them just to listen and be quiet about it he needed them to do that for him so that was kind of his you know that the third thing he did is the choice was finally i need to join and be part again of this family that's the very reason why i'm here that's the very reason why mom and dad's last wishes was for the family to be together it's just for him to realize that he is part of this family. And by joining it, he hasn't destroyed the institution. He hasn't 
made it worse. He's actually strengthened it by everybody is probably more together now than they've been even before the movie started. Yeah, and I like what you said there. You know, it, it, he makes the institution now stronger. Uh, and I think that's a good way to kind of look at it and make this kind of look at this movie and see why it's a different kind of institutionalized. But it's not always that we're going to tear down the institution like, like a lot of whistleblower type of movies. He's now accepting who they are and accepting the fact that he is part of this family, this institution. He makes it stronger. And in everything now, all it seems like, and you know, everything's gonna get better, as all happy endings would be. Uh, even in, you know, with Tina Fey and the brothers and mom, all their you know kind of issues, side issues are now slowly being resolved. Yeah, it's not perfect, but it's better. Yeah, exactly. But now it's all kind of accepting the fact that we are stronger together than separate. Well, hey, we're out of time. Um, Jose, real quick, a couple quick things before we go. Let folks know you can find us on iTunes. Search for Save the Cat. You can also find us on savethecat.com. You can uh, stream this. Uh, leave comments if you'd like. We'd like to hear from you guys. And Jose, we will talk to you next time on another topic. Have a good one. All right. Thanks again, guy.